0: Digital Dissection, a nerd podcast, can at times contain adult language and themes. It is not intended for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised.
1: Welcome to Pop Culture Legends, a mini-series from Digital Dissection, a nerd podcast. Pop Culture Legends explores the spaces in between mainstream and esoteric across the world of media. There's a lot to unbox across video games, movies, TV, and comic books. We hope you enjoy the spaces in between those spaces. Today we discuss the legend of Polybius, a 1981 arcade game that has captivated the internet for over 25 years. We explore the intrigue, the rumors, and the speculation of a possible government conspiracy. Are there missing people who play the game? Were men in black secretly monitoring its production? Join us as we unravel the
0: tale. 1981's landscape was much, much different from the era of home console video games and mobile technology. The video game industry was booming but was entering an age where mass-produced games were quickly becoming a problem. Titles were churned out at an alarming rate, which didn't necessarily indicate quality was on the rise. The opposite was in fact becoming true, would eventually lead to a crash in 1983. Before that point, however, a story emerged in Portland, Oregon, where suburbs began buzzing about a specific arcade cabinet called Polybius. In an era without social media, word of mouth spread about the game due to its supposed addictive gameplay. The simplistic game induced psychedelic effects, relying on geometric patterns and colorful shapes. Despite its simplicity, it was hypnotic while being housed in a very unassuming black box. Regardless of this appearance, lines stretched around arcades as a legend grew and fighting over who would have the next turn.
1: Polybius didn't seem like an odd story. Pac-Man, Donkey Kong, and Space Invaders had inspired similar levels of pandemonium. After all, video games on a mass scale were still relatively new. But lines that wrapped around buildings? This was a regional legend that existed before viral media. And its impact only grew, as did the rumors surrounding it. Polybius quickly gained a reputation as less entertainment and more towards being a nefarious psychology experiment. Just as fast as effects of the game got out, so did concerning news about government interference. Shortly after these cabinets were installed, they were supposedly monitored by men in black. CIA-style types that observed those that used the ever-growing phenomena. These secretive observers were noticed just as quickly as the side effects were. Among them, night terrors, hallucination, amnesia, and other cognitive impairments.
0: If this was indeed a government experiment, who was the culprit for its entry into the Pacific Northwest? All signs point to a company called Ocean, a word that seemingly combines German and possibly Mandarin. Its meaning? A combination of senses and to delete. However, this is based on similar words in the German language. What could deleting the senses mean? In the case of Bobby Feldstein, it meant an experience that he would try to forget for the rest of his life. Shortly after Polybius began appearing in the Portland area, Bobby would go missing after playing the game at his local arcade, Coin Kingdom. Bobby was a lot like many arcade goers of the day, spending a few quarters on entertainment and having a pizza slice before heading home.
1: Bobby's experience that day however involved less pizza grease and a slight headache and became a harrowing tale of kidnapping and lost consciousness. As Bobby played Polybius that fall afternoon, he reportedly told bystanders that something was wrong the longer he played the game. It became difficult to organize his thoughts and in an effort to find shelter he left for his home a short walk away. Bobby recalled that as he made the difficult trip home He was followed by figures that resembled those who had been witnessed monitoring these machines. These supposed men in black had tailed the young man to his home, and shortly after he arrived, temporary paralysis took over. Before blacking out, Bobby recalls being apprehended by these unknown pursuers. He would awaken roughly 60 miles outside of Portland, left restrained in tunnels built beneath deep forest far past the city to the south. He was joined by another boy who never shared his name, but together the two would launch an escape. In their hurry to leave their captors, Bobby lost sight of his badly hurt companion and instead continued onward to find the nearest highway. Shortly after being discovered, Bobby would return home to share his story.
0: And as fantastic as this all sounds, there is just one major problem with Bobby's story. No one believed it. Polybius' cabinets would disappear just as quickly as they arrived, and its place in pop culture history would be cemented forever. Even Ready Player One's author, Ernest Cline, would incorporate the legend into his works, and YouTube would see endless creators cover the story. Given all of this, and Bobby's telling the events, and all of the buzz surrounding it, there's no way this story could be fiction. Or could it? So how does Feldstein's story keep coming back? Why is it that after all these years, we keep revisiting it time and time again? The story of Polybius persists because, well, it appeals to the interest we have to explore the unknown, as well as its true crime vibe and mysterious copy pasta elements. It's also entirely fiction a podcast series called the polybius conspiracy helped add fuel to the fire acting as a pseudo documentary to reveal even more about the legend mixing elements of both fact and fiction the snowball effect of its content would only continue to serve as a possibility that this could all be true
1: The truth of Polybius however is that it actually appeared to have originated on a discussion system called Usenet in 1994. Usenet basically was a global communication tool, a simplistic chat room that helped push this viral story. It spread a compelling series of events that at the time really had no fact checking capability. It was the equivalent of vintage computer ghost stories, passing from digital campfire to campfire much in the same way that all good rumors do. There's a gripping amount of information that points to the story existing on coinop.org, showing up roughly around the year 2000. It claimed that Polybius had a copyright date of 1981. However, this is an unsubstantiated report. No such copyright exists or has ever been registered. The coinop.org information all follows this same cadence. While someone kept a quote-unquote record, that in itself does not indicate truth. The now defunct GamePro magazine would go so far as to print a story on Polybius in 2003. The owner of coinop.org, Kurt Kohler, provided the same information to the gaming publication, further pumping life into the speculation behind this decade old story. So how could a story like this truly exist? How could it manage to breathe life even now, almost 30 years later?
0: The truth is the video game industry has faced many controversies over the past four decades. It endured Supreme Court scrutiny and parental discretion warnings. Plus, the idea of government monitoring isn't that far-fetched given the Patriot Act, the NSA, and various monitoring groups post 9-11. Writer Brian Dunning, host of the Skeptoid podcast, attributes a legend to a real-life event where arcade-goers suffered migraine headaches after playing Tempest a 1981 game that relied on similar 3D graphics, a geometric design that the Polybius legend is based on. Portland native Catherine Despira also spoke out against the legend of Polybius in an extremely detailed and compelling view of the story. Despira's time as a video game historian also attributes Tempest as a culprit, and real-life government monitoring as a basis for the myth. The blend of fact and imagination appeared to be all that we need for this to catch fire, as these events occurred in a real-life arcade in the Portland area.
1: Additional life to the legend could be attributed to the Mandela Effect. And while there may be many claims of those who have played Polybius during the 80s, it's likely they played the aforementioned Tempest or even Cube Quest, games with profiles that resemble the unassuming black box. Regardless of the fact, that story is a compelling mixture of fact and fiction. The truth remains that while it's an easy rabbit hole to explore, it has had a major impact on pop culture. The legend itself has now inspired several real games that are available for PC in 2007 as well as the PS4 in 2017. It has gone on to influence The Simpsons, Nine Inch Nails, and can be found as the topic of Radiotopia's previously referenced documentary series.
0: As a final commentary on this pop culture legend, history has an odd sense of irony, as those familiar with Greek history would know Polybius as a classical icon. One of his most famous quotes is this, historians should never report what they cannot verify through interviews with eyewitnesses.
1: And with that, we hope you've enjoyed this episode of Pop Culture Legends, a digital dissection miniseries. Be on the lookout for future episodes as we explore the relative unknown, as some of the best stories lie just outside mainstream periphery. If you like this short story, why not like, subscribe, and comment as part of the digital dissection community. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, as well as our dynamic content on YouTube. Tell us what you think. We'd love to hear from you at digitaldissectionpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Until next time, keep on dissecting. And stay away from questionable arcade machines.